Welcome to the Green Wisdom Health Podcast with Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis, where you will learn about natural solutions to common ailments. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. Stephen and Janet Lewis. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And today we are going to talk to you about your bad breath. Doesn't that sound exciting? Uh, But many people don't realize that bad breath actually has something to do with detoxing. So Dr. Lewis is going to not only discuss bad breath, which is an outward sign of um, needing help internally, but what some other signs are as well that you might need to detox. And I can think of one, the trains are moving slowly through your tunnels and not coming out in the form of bowel movements. So, um, Dr. Liss, we would like you to teach us today about when to detox, how to detox, what's the correct things that you would do for that, because you know that's what a lot of people come in here and and want to do immediately whenever they think they're not well as they want to detox. Um, and is there a pattern to it? You know, there, there's lots of questions about all this. So let's take a little bit of a time, little bit of time here and um, work through how to know when you need to detox. What are some of the reasons that that you would that you would know it's time to detox? Uh, you know you need to detox if you're alive. Hmm. Well, Every, that sums that up. Okay, so they just should start detoxing. Yeah, end of show. <laughs> um, you know, the thing is, people come in like the soup du jour or the, the diagnosis du jour. Like, uh, they want to detox because they saw an infomercial and says you can be young, rich, good-looking, and have big breasts by doing this colon detox, and you're going to be healed. No, that's not true. Uh, detoxification can be slow. It should be done slow because if you do it too fast, it can be uncomfortable. And uh, even had a guy that was detoxing too fast by taking probiotics, and it caused him to have all kinds of uh, headaches. It's what I'd never heard of that, but everything's possible because everybody's different. Physiological functions are not textbook many, many times. So the reason I say you should detox every day is because we live in a very toxic environment and if people really realized how toxic it was they would uh, take this more serious if you've got any kind of disease it is my belief and opinion that uh, it's because you have too little nutrients and too many toxins and sometimes there are you know you need to detox your negative thoughts and you know janet and i kind of help each other with that but uh, we have self-limiting thoughts and, uh, you know, should you detox? Yeah, absolutely. I, I just think it's better to do it daily than, you know, I've done a lot of fast up to eight days. And, yes, that works, but not everybody should do that because you can have symptoms. Not that it's not it's, – it's, it can be a very good thing to have the symptoms, but, you know, if you have diseases like diabetes, yeah, you probably don't want to go there with the uh, fasting well, can you tell us, um, you know, the show is called Bad Breath. What is or what are some of the reasons why you might have bad breath? Is it just because you have a bad toothpaste or you know, what? what is it from exactly? I mean, no, some of it, it's uh, improper or missing oral hygiene. Uh, sometimes it can be just kind of transitory, like you're eating garlic and onions or spicy foods. You know, I 
learned real quick I should never put garlic in the cornbread because Janet doesn't like it. I said, well, you know, I've never been bitten by a vampire, so apparently I'm not doing too much garlic. And that can cause bad breath, according to Janet. So I don't put garlic in the cornbread anymore. Um, Well, I know sometimes people can have food sensitivities or leaky gut. And I remember when you and I were first dating many, many, many years ago, I remember you telling me your breath smells very sweet. And I said, well, thank you. I I appreciate that. And you said, no, like you're becoming a diabetic. And I thought, well, that's cruel. And (laughs) I thought, how do you smell that? But you said it just has a sweet odor to it. And I thought, and he was right. That was long before we started doing blood work. And I couldn't believe it. And then, you know, and that's the last thing you want to hear from somebody that you're kind of interested in is that, oh, they think your breath don't smell great. So well, it, uh, smelled, it smelled wonderful. It, it smells sweet. It, it's, <laughs> you know, if you pay attention, uh, there are certain smells that uh, can give you an idea of what's going on. And, of course, dogs have better sniffers than we do by a long shot. And they've got dogs that can sniff out drugs or bombs or they can sniff out different diseases or whether or not you have covid they're working on that it's like well you know your dog will let you know well Uh, and you know at that time the other part of that was that not only did you know i'm using this on myself trying to help people relate to this so you're welcome you know pour out our life history over here uh but the sweet breath also had something to do because i my gums were always bleeding very easily so i had bad um, gum health as well, which I didn't know was bad at that time either. You know, you're young, you have no no clue. Which is directly related to cardiovascular health too, the the condition of your gums. Yeah, and so as as I got healthier, my gums quit bleeding. They quit being puffy. Uh, the the breath changed, or either he started being nice to me and not telling me that it changed. But <laughs> no, it, it really did. started being nice. <laughs> the, the, my blood sugar actually got back right, um, and and then everything changed internally. So I know it's right. Well, a lot of it does come from your breath, and it comes from your teeth, and it comes from having bad teeth that are not. Filled. We have people telling us that all the time. They can't get well. It turns out it's a bad tooth, which makes them need to detoxify, right? Yeah, and, and you know, it's really complicated. And I tell people all the time, if you knew what kind of uh, agonizing decisions I make and how technical some of this gets, uh, you would be absolutely amazed in, in how we bounce around from this product to that product there are so many decisions that are made in this and thank god i've got so many people says yeah dr lewis i trust you're doing the right thing and we do have a lot of those and we're very grateful for that and but that's why i say just throw it in ask god to bless it i've got your back i took the stress of making the right decisions because you've heard me talk about people that make uh less than stellar decisions and i won't i'll try not to get on my soapbox but uh, because you need to purge those negative thoughts you know one of the things you have to realize is because america's pretty much uh, fat and diabetic or metabolic syndrome and people don't like the term fat i'll say well okay a little bit obese or fluffy uh it's because the pancreas is overworked you know putting out insulin but the pancreas it's pretty much uh, overlooked, but it has the function of putting out major, major digestive enzymes. And guess what? If you have gallstones, that can block the digestive enzymes from reaching 
the duodenum. Janet thinks that's a sexy term. Hey, <laughs> show me your duodenum. I'll show you mine. Yeah, I never attempt that word. Uh, <laughs> um, and blocking these enzymes, actually. Uh, How do you know if you have gallstones, though? If you have gallstones. Most people don't even have a gallbladder anymore. Well, then you've got liver stones. And, you know, they took out your gallbladder, but you still have them up in the liver. Well, that's because... Uh, they're usually 90-something percent of the time uh, cholesterol stones, and cholesterol's not the bad guy like they, it's been made out to be, but it's because you have poor uh, digestive enzymes, poor hydrochloric acid. You're eating too much sugar and simple carbohydrates, and that alters in a bad way the microbiome or the probiotics in your guts, and that's another reason why you can have bad breath. You want me to get into the probiotics? Sure, because I, you know, probiotics are the root of taking care of a lot of this, are they not? Well, yeah. If you if you fix your insides, then you're going to fix the outside breath. On probiotics, we have different kinds, and I'll put my patients on one or two sometimes, and I say, well, geez, I take, I don't know how many different kinds I take, because Janet gets them for me before she goes to bed and she gives me usually four pills which can be two three or four different types one of the things that's not very widely used is called ENT probiotic and it's for healthy oral bacteria and it's a streptococcus salivarius now you repel on the word streptococcus well no this is a good streptococcus and the salivarius, anytime it says salivarius, that's really, really good. Think of salivary glands. And that's another thing. Your saliva is incredibly important in uh, not just getting rid of bad breath, but to digest your food and to uh, incre- increase gut health, basically. Well, so that was the another, salivarius. That was another question I had because actually um, your mouth being chronically dry is another serious issue right if you don't have saliva uh yeah and and that can be from the side effects of of quite a few medications or it can be from uh, autoimmune disease like sogrins and you know those people that have hashimoto's which is getting it seems like much much more common just because you have one uh, autoimmune disease does not mean you can't have more than one. And Sogren's usually, you know, comes along. You have not only just dry mouth or dry eyes, but dry mucous membranes, dry sinuses, nasal cavities. Well, I was hoping they'd go somewhere else when I said dry mucous membranes. But go ahead, anything that's dry. Okay. Well, I guess that goes back to our probiotics. You're getting ready to talk about the UT health for women. Oh, God. What a segue. Uh, I didn't even know she's going that way. I swear to God, we don't have the same notes, and she's always trying to surprise me and uh, stump me, which she stumps me every day is why she sticks with me. But, yeah, the UT support formula stands for urinary tract, and it's got all sorts of good different types of bacteria, both the the bifidobacterium and the lactobacillus, but it does have the lactobacillus salivarius, and that's very, very important. And you say, well, what's urinary tract got to do with breath? (laughs) If you look in a college embryology book, you'll learn about the involution of the embryo and some of the... uh, well, some of the tissues. I'm waiting to hear this. Yeah, well, if you knew what the lungs 
which have a lot to do with good breath or bad breath. It has a lot to do. The involution, it, it can uh, very much be related to bladder. So, yeah, they're very embryologically related. Trust me on that one. Well, I was going to talk about how bad breath has also got to do with uh, having a vagina that does not smell great either because sadly that happens oh my god i can't believe you broached that subject with vaginal odor but you were talking about ut health and that's what the probiotic ut health really does help help because vaginal odor is most commonly the result of an imbalance of friendly and unfriendly bacteria in the vagina and I've had women that said, you know, and, and most of them are pretty shy about talking to me, which is good. I was raised modestly, but I'll say, well, just send out the good bacteria, open them up, put them in some water, not tap water with chlorine and fluorine in it, and, uh, you know, let it, you know, have time to rehydrate and come back to life and then douche with it. Yeah, don't put the capsules internally. Just- you know, I have some women that do that. I don't suggest that, but it still works. And once you introduce... Enough of the good bacteria, it can fight off the bad bacteria and yeast. Right. So it actually helps uh, make the odor better both ends. And um, and it helps, also helps with urinary tract infections. She's looking at me like, uh, am I saying this right? Do I get your approval? No, no, no I don't need that. <laughs> uh, I'm saying that it does help you with urinary tract infections because I have a lot of women that get those, especially as they age. Um, they have a lot of scar tissue and things from surgeries, and they are more prone to urinary tract infections, and so they keep getting antibiotics over and over, which kills all the bacteria, which makes everything more stinky everywhere. Well, because you get an overgrowth of the bad pathogenic bacteria and yeast, and, and I'm not anti-antibiotic. Mm-hmm. The MDs, you know, they've saved millions and millions of people, but uh, we have to look at the microbiome, you know, as as a whole, and, and that. Those studies are well over 100 years old about how important it is. And sometimes it's just what you eat or drink that's not proper. Uh, For example, just prolonged cow's milk challenges, well, it, it increases gut permeability, but it's counteracted by lactobacillus casei. Uh, and this is research. This is not my opinion. It's Journal of Gastroenterology. So, and, and I asked a guy yesterday, I was adjusting him, I said, what happened to your psoriasis? You used to have it really bad. And he has taken a lot of our stuff. He said, I quit cow's milk. And he said it disappeared. Sometimes it's wheat or gluten. And, and that's why our new food sensitivity tests uh, are doing a really good job to say, well, yeah, I thought this was healthy, but it's not. And they quit eating it. And, oh, my God, things go away. But the bacteria, the good bacteria help with that. And the digestive enzymes. It's really, really in, uh, incredibly important. And one of the things that uh, is super good, if you want to daily detox is it's called vital detox it has the broken cell corella and i know you know internet y'all have read about that and how it can grab heavy metals and gradually take them out of your system and it has broccocinolate broccoli extract which is <clears throat> the precursor to end all three carbonyl which is the precursor to dim methane. then it has an enzyme Blend Now, remember I said you have to have the enzymes. That's why the pancreas is very important. That's why liver uh, health is very, very important. 
And and the enzyme blend is beta glucanase, cellulase, protease, hemocellulase, phytase, and da 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 da. It just goes on and on and on. Uh, that'll detox you in a big way, but slowly, because if you start detoxing too fast, you're going to feel like heck. Just think uh, explosive diarrhea or throwing up. That's a fast detox if you have, say, food poisoning. That's your body's natural, normal ability uh, trying to keep you healthy from dying from those toxins, but it's not comfortable. I'm, you know, Most of us are into being comfortable, but yet being healthy. Yeah, uh, because the glucosinolate compounds in broccoli are powerful inducers of the natural phase 2 detoxification process in the liver. Uh, Most substances detoxified by the liver are released into the bile for excretion through the intestinal tract. And if you've got gallstones or liver stones, the bile flows very slowly or it gets thick. And that's why our liver support, that's why our uh, reduced L-glutathione works real well, and that's why taurine works real well to thin the bile to allow that to go through much more quickly and melt off those cholesterol stones. And having the bile thinner also might help someone keep their gallbladder too, correct? Yeah, if you start uh, more quickly, and some people do too little too late. Uh, Let me get off subject, well... The, the other probiotic is really, really good is Target GBX, which we promote for it. GBX stands for gut-brain axis, which is really super good. This has got the, the really uh, well-researched things in it, but it does have that lactobacillus salivarius, and it's got a specific blend in there, which is uh, studied, researched to be viable and last longer. Uh, SBI spore is really, really good, uh, for especially people who have bad gut problems. But let me get off the subject for a minute. <clears throat> this is detoxification in a way that you never thought about. And can it help breath? Yes, because it promotes better sleep. Melatonin. You don't hear much about that. And uh, I take about... Uh, f- He's thinking. 14 milligrams per night. Why would you take 14 milligrams? And I had Tara from Wildly Primal down in Jacksonville, Florida. She asked me. She's a sweetheart. Uh, She said, what if you take this stuff? Doesn't that mean your body's not going to make it? And I said, you're absolutely right, but it ain't making it anyway. So why would I take melatonin. Well, first of all, melatonin has a direct link to interleukin-2, which is a uh, melatonin is a really super powerful immune-enhancing hormone. It's produced naturally by the brain. I think it's pineal gland, pituitary pineal. I think it's pineal. Uh, the other thing about melatonin, uh, some doctors, especially the ones that are naturally treating cancer, suggest that One milligram to 10 milligram daily is a good sleep aid. And again, I take, I think, 14 at night. But it's a youth hormone. and and Be careful with that amount now. You know, we had a lady that was overdoing the vitamin D based on one thing she heard. So, Yeah, you want to work up to it. And yeah, that was Maria. God bless her. I love talking to her yesterday. She's a doll out in California. She said, but I heard on somebody's podcast... I'm going to get on my soapbox, that you can take fifty to 100,000 
units of vitamin D per day for this COVID stuff. I said, well, did they talk about Cusertin, zinc, magnesium, other things that are immune enhancing? She says, no. I said, and she's still looking for that podcast. She hadn't found it. And she's a sweetheart. God, I felt uplifted when I talked to her. And I said, but you're following all these doctors. I said, how many of them can you talk to? She said, none of them. I said, who are you talking to now? She said, you. I said, are we married yet? Go where you can talk to people. You know, I may be across the country, but I just Zoomed with Paul from uh, Florida and uh, did Brian from Florida yesterday. But melatonin is really, really good. Yeah, start slow. We can help you with that. But there's a lot of doctors that treat uh, cancer naturally, which I don't. I'm a chiropractor. I stay out of the medical field. But I just throw this in for good health. Some of these doctors go up to 40 milligrams daily. Am I telling you to do 40 milligrams? No, 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 no. But there are doctors that are doing that. Uh, Other things... uh, Let's see, what what would I like to say? It's about the circadian rhythm, and the circadian rhythm, if you get it set correctly or reset correctly, it naturally stimulates your killer cells or natural killer cells, which means it can kill all kinds of nasty booger bears. One other thing, and we're in the world of EMFs, electromagnetic fields, and that is messing us up. There's plenty of studies that say uh, the higher the EMFs, the statistically significant increases in leukemia, uh, different other kinds of cancers and lymphomas. Uh, the EMF and breast cancer link is real. I talked to a breast cancer lady yesterday. Um, the lower the melatonin levels the higher the vulnerability to mammary tumors, meaning breast cancer tumors or breast tumors. Uh, The lower lower what? Melatonin levels? Yeah. If it's lower, then you increase your uh, potential toward breast tumors and or possibly cancer. Hmm. Melatonin suppresses sex hormones. So lower levels of melatonin could trigger... Uh, say higher levels of estrogen and prolactin, which also increases breast cancer. So, so you've got to have a balance. Lower levels of melatonin reduce your sex drive? No. They increase your sex drive. Well, uh, melatonin. This is an important question for these people. I know they want to know. Yeah, everybody wants a sex drive. It's like, okay. Which way now with the melatonin? Uh, lower. Lower melatonin level generally will trigger higher levels of estrogen and prolactin out of the brain. And that elevates the risk of breast cancer. Think high levels of estrogen. You've heard me talk about estrogen mimicking hormones, which is your plastics, your pesticides, your environmental toxins. So more melatonin helps make the estrogen levels... More balanced. Balanced. That's the key. Huh. Uh, the EMF exposure uh, and those electromagnetic fields, and I'm talking about your dead gum telephone. I'm talking about your blow dryer, uh, television, computers. Uh, uh, higher levels increases suicides, depression, chromosomal abnormalities. You're seeing more and more babies born with uh, birth defects. Uh, it's uh, related to learning difficulties. 
even users of electric blankets had higher incidence of miscarriages. That's electromagnetic field. That's not necessarily good for you. Does taking too much melatonin make you feel hungover? Yeah, it can. But you get up to it naturally. I mean, slowly. Mm. And that can be a, a function of your liver's not detoxing correctly. Uh, now, on another note, you know, another rabbit trail. What if you were going down the grocery store and you've heard us say shop the edges of the aisles where the fruits and vegetables and the fresh meat are? What if you had a bin of good-looking fruits and vegetables that said 98% free of cancer-causing chemicals? How would you react to that? You'd go, holy crap, so it's only 98% free? The burden now is to... And the burden is on the organic farmers, uh, which used to, 50, 75 years ago, everything was pretty much organic and pesticide-free. So Janet and I go to the work, the trouble, the expense of buying organic. Organic costs a little bit more sometimes, but you pay a dividend one way or the other. You're going to pay for your health or you're going to pay out the nose for your disease. Folks, it's worth it. It's the temple of the Holy Spirit. Put the good stuff in there, for goodness sake. Well, and I wanted to talk to a little bit about um, candida yeast overgrowth that appears in the mouth. You know, we've seen people that have um, have that in their mouth. Their the tongue, coated tongue. Their tongue is coated white, and they can't figure out why. Sluggish, um, slow-moving bowel, not necessarily candida, but almost always is. And if y'all have not heard the train story, which I haven't told that story in a while. We, I'm sure we have a lot of new listeners. Your colon needs to be moving as many times a day as you eat a meal within 30 minutes to an hour. That's a healthy colon. I don't care whether you've not been doing that all your life. My doctor says I poop once a day. That's normal. No, that's common. It's not normal. So, if you eat three times a day, you need to be pooping three times a day. And and people think, I think that's weird. And I always tell them, well, if you see three trains that go through a tunnel, would you expect just one to come out on the other side? Or would you expect all three? And if you only see one come out, where are the other two? So that's how the toxic cycle begins because you don't digest your foods well. And then you get yeast and then people get it in their mouth because it'll it'll grow in different places and it creates an underlying immune dysfunction. Well, you've got two, lo- two primary uh, parts of detoxification. That's urination and bowel movements. And if that's not proper... And you're you're not getting out toxins there. The secondary is your skin and your lungs, which would be breath, as in bad breath. Most of us have too much yeast overgrowth because of the metabolic syndrome. If you're 10, 15 pounds overweight, I don't care. You say, but I feel good. I, said, I don't care. You're not healthy. Mm-hmm. And, and yes, I want you to feel better. But don't be lulled into excuses. You know, and, and, and too much yeast can cause headaches, fatigue, depression, irritability, digestive disorders, respiratory disorders, which goes back to the bad breath thing, loss of sex, interest. So, see, it's a multitude of different possibilities. And then talk a little bit about what people use for mouthwash. You know, they get um, the artificial food dyes that make mouthwash look so pretty on the shelf. Cancer-causing things in a lot of the mouthwashes. And why in the holy heck would you take cancer-causing things? Uh, 
people have cancer-causing things in their vitamins, so I'm going to get again on my soapbox. I've had people, you know, we were running out of the multivitamins, so we had to find another company. And I promise you folks, I will never, 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 never compromise on quality, so we had to go to another company for a while. People say, well, since that your multi's on back order, I'll just go back to uh, the big box store. I'll order the old one on Amazon. I said, well, I've already told you that's a piece of junk. You're better off to drink a cold beer than the uh, multi you were taking, and you're going back to that stuff where it has cyanocobalamin, and it just says folate, not the 5-MTHF or the metfolin or quatrifolic. Just makes them feel better. They're doing something instead of not taking anything, I guess. Yeah, if you'll notice on many of our vitamins and minerals, uh, uh, the minerals comes from Albion, which is TRAX, T-R-A-A-C-S, which stands for the Real Amino Acid Chelate System. That's the stuff that's generally 20 times more absorbable. You're not going to get that at the health food store, much less uh, the big box store. So, folks, please, 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 you know, Trust me. Ask me questions. I'm real available. I'm not one of these guys that do a podcast and you can't talk to me. And yes, I'm busy. Uh, sometimes too busy, and sometimes I get grumpy. You know, please forgive me, but don't talk to me about your. Bi- That's uh, what we like about you. You're grumpy, and you handhold a whole lot. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She started at handholding weight loss crap because <laughs> I didn't want to hold people's hands. So her and Anna, the preacher slash preacher's wife says, yeah, let's let's get Dr. Lewis. We'll call it the hand-holding weight loss, which actually is working real well. You know, you want to do detoxification that's fast, do the 28-day sugar busting. Uh, I think the app is 27 bucks or something like that. But, you know, folks, get the good stuff. If you're going to spend money, spend it on something that's going to work and, and love yourself because the more you take care of yourself, the more you're able to take care of your spouse, your kids, your grandkids, your friends, your family, your coworkers. Because we can make it a healthy, happy life. I mean... What about lab? Would lab be important to see if someone needed a detox? No, I need to go to I need to go to Montana, but I'm gonna leave East Texas here, and I'm gonna go east. Yes, you need a map to, to if you don't know where you're going, you're not gonna get there very quickly if you get there at all. Of course, lab work takes a lot of the guesswork out of nutrition. Here's one of my favorite lines, Janet. Because someday an apple a day, or sometimes an apple a day, just isn't enough. <laughs> well, and the other part of that is that these people want to detox, and sometimes when they do the lab, if they're so sick on lab, they don't need to be detoxing because they literally kill themselves because they're that ill. Yeah, sometimes you need they have to be up. filled. Yeah. yeah. So that's why the lab's so important. It needs to be built before you start cleansing. And that's a song, Build Me Up Buttercup. That's it. And if you're new to that, go to our website at greenwisdomhealth.com and fill out a health survey. It will tell you what lab we recommend. And that way you're not guessing it whether you can detox or not. Everybody thinks they need to detox whenever they're that sick. I promise you. We've heard it a million times. Don't trust that. Don't listen to your feelings. Feelings are fickle. So get started there. Um Again, we've come to the end of our show, but Dr. Lewis always likes to leave us with some of his isms before we go. So please inspire us. Yeah, well, good thing she didn't call it BS-isms, which stands for bacon sandwich or blood sugar-isms. You know, the thing about it is you have to have high expectations because if you expect nothing, you're pretty pretty likely to get nothing. People say, if you don't expect anything, you're not disappointed. It's like, yeah, but you don't ever get it. One of my biggest dreads in life is just being a passenger. 
you know, I, I want to be a captain of the ship, and you have to make choices, and you have to show up and smile and inspire somebody. And I go out every day and try to do several slash many different things to inspire people. You know, my friend Debbie from Midland ordered some honey, and it's like, good Lord, she spent more on shipping than she did uh, on, on the honey itself. And I and instead of shipping her a bigger bottle, I said, come by the office for a hug. I'll give you a great big jar of it. And so if you really, really want something, you can always figure out how to make it happen. Use us to help you take the shortcut. We'll find the map, and we'll get you there as quickly and as safely as possible. You guys have a blessed week. We'll be here next time on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.